thank you for joining me again for another episode of the Food Factor podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Mahachek. I'm a board-certified clinical nutritionist and a certified nutrition specialist. And today, I wanted to answer the question, does positive thinking improve your health? Now, I was very interested in where this topic would take me. I started the research just thinking I would find people kind of just talking about optimism and looking on the bright side of things or, you know, positive thinking boosts moods and attitudes. But what I discovered was there are a lot of avenues to go down with this topic. I'm going to go over a few of the different areas in terms of specific conditions that your mindset and positive thinking has actually been studied, as well as the concept of nature versus nurture um, and where optimism and positive thinking comes from, and if it's always a good thing to be optimistic. So to start with, I want to talk a little bit about what positive thinking or being an optimist means, just to kind of set the stage. You may be one, uh, you may be one, or you may be you maybe you know one, but chances are you've seen an optimist. The people who are always smiling, they're always looking on the bright side of situations. And depending on your personality, you may find these people motivating or you may find them incredibly annoying. Either way, the question I want to know is, does positive thinking improve your health or is it merely a state of attitude that has no impact on your health whatsoever? Is this uh, something that we can even be tracked or can it even be measured? Uh, Well, spoiler alert, it turns out, yes, it can be. So we'll go over that. Um, And it has been studied in a number of different areas, uh, specifically in in health and conditions of of healing. So uh, let's dive into some of the research. I was delighted to see that optimism was actually being studied and it's been studied for decades. The field of psychology especially has a lot of information on positive thinking, optimism, and its impact on stress management. This was a fascinating rabbit hole that I went down for far too long, but I wanted to keep it, uh, keep my original question on uh, the impact optimism has specifically on your physical health. Um, But I highly recommend going down that rabbit hole if you have time. First of all, let's get clear on the definition. So optimism is defined as generalized belief that good outcomes are possible, which helps to shape the ability a person has to cope with a stressor. Um, Genuine optimism has been determined to be a personality trait, but it is argued that it's also something someone can develop, as we will go over in a minute. When studying this trait, however, a question may be, how do you measure optimism? Many of the studies found using the, 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 that I found used a tool called the Life Orientation Test, or LOT, L-O-T. This assessment has questions that measure things like internal control and self-esteem and depression and hopelessness, etc., and correlates them to a positive or negative view, which translates into optimism or pessimism. So what does that mean when we want to look at positive thinking or optimism and the impact on illness and healing? It was shown that pregnant women who identified as optimistic using the LOT assessment prior to birth, and again, three weeks postpartum, had reduced postpartum depression scores than those who scored more in the pessimist category during pregnancy. Another study looked at uh, recovery from esophageal cancer surgery, comparing optimisms versus pessimisms, and optimists were more likely to have better body image, emotional and social functions, reduced anxiety, and reduced pain as compared with the pessimist. Another study around positive thinking in cancer patients showed that women who underwent breast cancer surgery who practice optimistic strategies 
um, such as finding humor in things, finding um, the meaning in adversity and placing a positive light on the situation had reduced cortisol levels than those who didn't. And this is an important revelation as cortisol, of course, suppresses the immune function, which is detrimental to a cancer patient where it can be. This was also the case when looking at a study conducted on a group of men undergoing coronary bypass surgery. The optimists were less likely to suffer a heart attack during surgery, where uh, they were also faster to achieve milestones post-surgery, such as sitting up and walking around and resuming normal, vigorous activity faster than the pessimist. Even more studies find that positive thinking have an important role in lowering blood pressure and reducing heart issues. In a study specifically of male war veterans, those who were optimists were less likely to suffer from heart attacks and had higher levels of pulmonary function than pessimists. Um, also, I will include the transcripts to this podcast so you can uh, see all of the studies that I'm referring to. You may be wondering, where does optimism come from and how do I get some if I don't already have it? So there are there have been many studies done on twins to determine the level of inheritability of the optimist traits. I am fascinated by twin studies and I was delighted that they have done twin studies with optimism. In one study, it was estimated that 25% of optimism is inherited, whereas in other combined studies, it was more like 25 to 64% of optimism could be inherited. But there were many variables in these studies, such as other, you know, cofactors, psychological factors um, within that twin study. There's also the environmental aspect of trait development. So we talk about traits like personality traits and the environmental aspect of that. Children tend to model their behavior after caregivers. If adults are displaying healthy coping skills and beliefs, children observe this and they may be more likely to adapt these strategies. So positive thinking can be learned. How we think, like many of our actions, can be habitual. Some people get into the pattern of negative thinking and they can stay stuck there. We probably all know somebody like this. While others form the habit of thinking positively and can stay in that pattern. One study showed that using cognitive behavioral therapy, which focuses on identifying negative thoughts and changing them to positive ones, which over time can decrease negative thinking and increase regular positive thinking. This helped patients in a hospital setting suffering from depression. They actually did cognitive behavioral therapy on them, and it helped them to reduce their depressive symptoms simply by becoming a positive thinker. And in, in turn, they also made it into a pattern. They've, they repeated it over and over again to form a pattern. This study also discussed optimism as a core personality trait, meaning it is pretty steady over time despite any negative events that can occur. So what happens if you look at your environment or the people you surround yourself with? Does their positive or negative thinking have an impact on your health? Turns out a study on whether or not your partner's level of optimism or pessimism impacts your biomarkers was done. And it yielded some actually pretty interesting results. So I, I'm sure many of us have heard the fact or the, the notion that you are, uh, you're the product of the five people that you surround yourself with. Well, this study, for the most part, a partner's level of optimism or pessimism has no impact on the health of the partner. However, there was one small correlation in men with lower optimist scores who were married to a woman, the woman's CRP biomarkers were higher than those women married to men with a higher optimism score. Meaning 
your if you're married to a man who is a pessimist, it may cause inflammation markers to be higher in you if you are a woman. Now, no other correlations were noted in any other combination, and the hypothesis was that the men who are pessimists may contribute to stress for their wives, which could impact their inflammatory markers. Um, again, I think more uh, studies need to be done on that correlation, but I found that fascinating nonetheless. So that seems like a lot of points towards the positives of positive thinking, but is positive thinking always good? I was surprised to find a few instances where positive thinking was considered detrimental. For example, in the case of caregivers, overly positive thinking being pushed from the caregiver to a patient can have a negative effect. Specifically for some cancer patients in one paper, they, uh, the, the cancer patients felt that um, if their cancer were to come back, that they were somehow not positive enough. So it, it left feelings of guilt or inadequacy. Some patients felt in uh, it, it placed an extra burden on them to be more positive. So if caregivers are constantly telling them to be positive, look on the bright side, all of that stuff, when they're not ready to do so because of their situation, it added to the burden and to the stress. It was also shown that negative thoughts were forced to be suppressed in turn when positive thoughts were forced upon them. They actually suppressed negative thoughts, which resulted in uh, reduced immune functioning. And especially, again, in cancer patients, that is not the, the direction that you necessarily want to go. So let's discuss and recap what we just went over. There are favorable results that show that optimists heal and recover from surgery quicker, have reduced postpartum depression, lower anxiety, and a better quality of life. How then can we use this information when working with people on their nutrition? I personally find that many people who seek out my services are not practicing positive thinking currently. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're all pessimists, but maybe in their current situation, uh, they have um, been more into the negative thinking of things. Many feel defeated. They have low self-efficacy for ye from years of yo-yo dieting, which of course we all know does not work. And maybe they just received a new diagnosis, which could be humiliating or embarrassing, um, or, or they're on the brink of that feeling of hopelessness. The biggest takeaways from this research that I will be using in the, is the idea that positive thinking or optimism can be learned. It can be relearned. Essentially, optimism is no different than a new pattern of eating or any other habit that we are, are coaching people on. Changing negative thinking to positive thinking, even one statement at a time, can start the change. And just like any other habit, for it to form, there needs to be repetition. You can't form a habit by doing something once. The more times a positive thought is used in place of a negative thought, the greater the positive thinking habit becomes. I find that I'm constantly reframing negative statements from clients into positive ones. Some find it uh, annoying. Sometimes they laugh. And sometimes you can tell that they truly are catching themselves in that moment and choosing the positive approach. In terms of optimism and food choices, there definitely needs to be more research on optimistic people's nutritional status compared to pessimists. I would be uh, very eager to hear or read through some more of that research. So in conclusion, I absolutely believe in the power of the mind and our thoughts. I tend to be a more optimistic person 
And I have uh, experienced positive thinking impacting on my health numerous times. There have been uh, quite a few times when I feel that scratchy, itchy feeling in my throat or that ache in my kidney. And my first thought is, nope, I'm not getting sick. I am healthy. I start visualizing myself with high energy. I tell myself I'm healed. I will go to bed imagining the next day and how good I feel and how much energy I have. And, and the next day, usually I'm totally fine. Now, obviously, I have no proof that this would have turned into a cold or a sickness any other way, but compared to, uh, com I compared this to a close family member of mine who has the opposite experience. The second that she feels the same kind of symptoms, she announces to the world that she's starting to get sick. You know, we've all kind of seen these people or they're like, oh, I'm coming down with something. And the language that she uses is very pessimistic. And it's almost like she commits to being sick before she's actually sick. And usually this, of course, results in her becoming sick. Now, again, there's no clinical proof that there's uh, that either one of our scenarios would differ um, if we shifted our mindset. But with the research that was just discussed, it makes me glad that I follow a more optimistic approach and I rarely get sick. Again, I realize the irony in that the fact I'm currently fighting a cold. But prior to this, I, it, it had been quite some time before I had gotten sick. Another personal example that I want to share uh, real quick that some of you might find interesting, especially some of the moms, um, is when I had my fourth child, the doctor kept pressuring me to have a C-section because the baby's heart rate was dropping um, and, and they were getting really nervous and making me very panicked about it. And I repeatedly said no. And after 45 minutes or so, this uh, she was pretty insistent that if something didn't change, she would be doing the operation. So I, of course, I told everyone to leave the room <laughs> except my husband and I meditated. I kind of tapped into my positive thoughts and I focused and shifted my focus on all of that stress talk and negative talk that had been going around and all the fear that surrounded this operation that I did not want to have. And I focused on the positive outcome of a healthy baby. And I did some visualization and I did this for only about five minutes. And when the doctors came back in, the baby was already mostly on his way out. So, and this all happened naturally. So pessimistic people or naysayers may say that it was just his time to be born, but I truly believe once I was able to remove the stressor, which was the doctor, and, and focus on relaxing and, and a more positive outcome, then my body took over and nature took over. So whether you believe in the power of the mind and positive thinking or not, it doesn't hurt anything to have an optimistic approach. At minimum, it will make you more accepting of your situation, and at best, it could potentially change the outcome. So here are here's to happy thoughts. I hope everyone enjoyed this fascinating topic uh, as much as I did, and I'm really excited to hear about any stories that you have that kind of center around positive thinking and how it can affect your health. Also, if you have not yet heard, we will be starting the cleanish eating program starting January 2nd. This program kind of taps into a lot of what we just talked about, the power of positive thinking and reframing thoughts around current food habits and food choices. It's kind of a split or a dual program where we are focusing on the majority of the time eating cleaner, nourishing, whole foods. And I will show you how to do that and I will provide recipes and sample meal plans and all of that. Uh, but then we are also tackling the mindset part of it. Some of those negative thoughts around food or food patterns or some of those uh, ingrained habits that we've carried along with us maybe even since childhood and all of that, we will go into all that, reframe some of those habits and set the stage and the foundation for going forward with healthy new habits that support your health goals. So registration for this program 
opens on December 9th. And currently I have a wait list going. And if you join the wait list, uh, you can see the link in the show notes. If you join the wait list, you will get $100 off that program when the doors open. You will also be the first to be notified that enrollment is open. So uh, make sure you sign up for the wait list. If you have questions on that program or what we do in it, it is six weeks long and it starts January 2nd. And I'm thrilled and honored for those of you who are already on the wait list. And I'm really excited to get this program going. Again, please share with me any stories that you have around positive mindset and healing or your experiences that kind of align with what we just talked about. I am so interested in this topic and I would love to hear more stories about uh, what you have gone through with the power of positive thinking and health. Thank you again for joining me today. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Bye.